0: Good morning, everybody. I am going to take you for a little ride here in my vehicle today as I record my podcast. So I hope the audio is okay and you'll stay with me. I'm Lori Joy, the owner and founder of Growing Globals, and I'm really excited to have you here today. Um, I want to let you know that for those of you who don't know what I do in my business, I also I am the founder of the Mojo Mama. And the Mojo Mama helps moms basically turn their shit show into their mojo. How to find ourselves in our life in this thing we call motherhood and live um, life to the fullest. Showing our children how to do the same. Today's episode really taps into that. Right now, at the end of 2018, prepping for 2019, I have a small group of women who are coaching one-on-one with me in order to end this particular year and get ready for 2019 instead of really waiting till January and having those New Year's resolutions kick in and then, you know, maybe sometimes the resolutions kick out some three weeks later, if you're lucky. Statistics say two weeks into January and our resolutions are already done what's happening um, in this particular group is we were just talking about limiting beliefs and i believe that this is so important because we as parents have a set of limiting beliefs but then how are those translated to our children now i see it almost every day as an educator what our belief system can do as a parent for ourselves but also for our children And likewise, I can see a belief system in our children and what it does to them on a daily basis. So let's talk about our limiting beliefs. What is a limiting belief? It's just that, it's a belief, or I like to refer to them as a story that holds you back in one way or another. Something that either you have been told all your life and that you believe, even though we can bust through that, or something that you have somehow conjured up or created on your own in order to keep you in your comfort zone now if we were to really think about those stories what would those be for you a lot of times over the years i have heard stories where i'm not i'm not smart enough to perhaps start my own business because in the in the education world we take all of the letters and all of the education and all of the degrees that coincide with our name and then that kind of punctuates what it is that we can do in our life, right? If we go to college and we graduate, then we come out maybe with a welder's ticket and that obviously sets you up to be a welder. Same thing, um, going through university and myself, right? Having an English, <clears throat> excuse me, and geography degree, and then um, going on to having a master's in an education degree, and then that obviously dictates the path that I am on. But on an entrepreneurial space, it really doesn't matter. It's great to have a business background. It's great to have a commerce background. It's great to have an education background. Perhaps if you're going to be teaching people in the in the future to do something or. Perform a task, but it 's really not necessary, so I love the fact that <clears throat> excuse me, you can be an entrepreneur and do whatever the hell you want. Um, perhaps your limiting belief is around uh, not only um, your talents and and how you can perform, but perhaps it 's around um, a lot of times I hear with mothers is weight loss. I can't do this um, I've ne- because maybe you've never done it. Or um, I can't, you know, be this size because um, of the genes that I have, right? Like it's passed down from, from family member to family member and I'll never no one in my family, you know, is ever gonna has ever been this size or you know, my family um, suffers from such and such and such, you know, and I'll never be uh, the, the size or the weight that I want. So, a lot of times, these beliefs or these stories that we conjure up and we tell ourselves over and over and over again really do stop us in our tracks, limit us from our potential, and stop us from being the best version of ourselves. Now, I have limiting beliefs as well. Before I started turning my own shit show into my mojo, um, one of my stories was. I'm not an early morning person. I love to sleep in. I could never get up early in the morning. And then I started to not only learn more about um, early morning routines, the first person who really opened my eyes to that was Robin Sharma, wonderful man. He actually has a club called the 5 a.m. Club. And I remember being like the person who perpetually snooze, 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 snooze thinking 5 a.m. are you crazy there is no way I am doing that and then I started to hear I love listening to podcasts so I started to listen to podcasts and I started to hear about what successful people were doing how they started their day how they ended their day what they did during the day to make them successful and one of the key things was having an amazing morning routine and so I changed it, and it was hard at first. Let, let, let me tell you, I didn't just pop up out of bed all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed at 5 a.m., because that didn't happen. But um, so much so that uh, having a whole module in my eight-week course for moms, how to like recharge their life, is dedicated to a morning routine. And it's funny, because I've had moms say, I wasn't even gonna join this particular course because I saw that mor- get up early in the morning module and I didn't want to do it. <laughs> and now I talk to those moms and they're like, morning time is my favorite time. So um, that was my limiting belief, one of them. And as you go through life and you, and you set goals and you hit different goals and you achieve those goals, let me tell you, um, more limiting beliefs come with them. But let's talk about our kids. So... Let's talk about the limiting beliefs that maybe they have. I have never been more aware of the words that come out of my mouth until I became a parent. So, uh, you know, just even learning about money mindset and the things that they would have us do. For For example, one of the exercises while I was going through a money mindset training was all of the stories that we had heard around money when we were growing up so tell me um, you know if you're listening to this and you're and you're seeing it on Facebook maybe in the comments tell me if you have heard these stories growing up money doesn't grow on trees Um, oh uh, only the rich could afford that or it must must be nice what that was one of the the best ones it must be nice you know for so-and-so and and -and so-and-so to have that Um, and then it was the opposite where n- we never saved for anything. We always just had the money to do something. And then now I see um, later on with my parents how they struggle with their retirement. So there's all of these things that we say about money to our children that that makes their mindset the way it is. So I am super aware of what I say when my son says, Mama, you know, oh, I want to get this, like uh, and usually it's a Lego set and uh, I have to say I love this line one of my girlfriends who is a parenting coach says it's it's just not a priority right now And um, when September and our family comes we start the Christmas list now tell me I'll tell you the Christmas ebb or the Christmas list <laughs> ebbs and flows from September to December like you wouldn't believe but that's why it goes on the list or we take pictures of it um and we kind of have this 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 evolutionary list that changes, uh, hourly, if not daily. And so, um, it's wonderful in that sense that we don't have to really say, no, we can't afford it. That never comes out of my mouth, uh, whether we can or we can't, that never comes out of my mouth, but it's just not a priority right now. Or (laughs) if you're around Christmas time, it goes on the list. Excuse me. But it's interesting because what we say to ourselves on a daily basis and what we say to our children really can shape the way that they learn. It really can shape the way that they function as adults. So if you have a story for yourself, those of you that are listening, that has stopped you in your tracks, it's time to really change that up. It's time to... um, not be the victim and come out of that comfort zone and start something new, right? We always hear the the story of, you know, when you get to the end of their life, the worst thing you could have is to live with regret. Let's not do that. If there's something that you want to ha- handle or attack or do or have in the new year, it's time. It's time to stop the story in our head. It's time to change that story. It's time to break that story down. It's time to move forward. And I also want you to be really aware of the stories that maybe we're putting into our our children's heads. You know, my son is in grade three and he comes home. and He's like, oh, I'm not good at math. Meanwhile, his, his math sheets are unbelievable. And I often would say, why would you say that? And he says, well, it's difficult. And I says, yeah, but it doesn't come as easy to him as spelling and reading and stuff. I says, but you're still very good at it. And I try to dispel that thought because our students already come in with a preconceived notion. I'm not good at such and such. I'm not good at such and such just because you have to work a little bit harder. doesn't mean you're not good at it. It just means you have to work a little bit harder. So when we're thinking about limiting beliefs, here are some of the things that I think that we can do to change them. And that is, deconstruct that story so remember we have those stories in our head and we tell ourselves those stories because we want to stay in our comfort zone it is so easy just to do the same thing over and over again as opposed to break out and change so what is that story how has that story held you back maybe think about what that story has cost you in your life has it cost you opportunities has it cost you happiness And it's not an easy thing to do to deconstruct this story, but it's a necessary one. And then think about moving forward, how we can rewrite that story for ourselves and we can rewrite that for our children, because remember, they're watching and you're leading. Thanks for joining me today, and we'll see you next time on the Growing Globals podcast.